Hello, lovely ladies. I'm Rebecca Saltzman from Balagan Begone. Thanks for joining me today for episode 12 of Journey to Organization. I want to tell you that I have been loving all the feedback I've been getting. Uh, last week I taped two episodes on the same day. Uh, so that's why if I didn't get to your questions, God willing, I will. If you don't hear it today, um, I got a lot of questions this week. So ask me again if you didn't hear me answer your question already. Uh, I want to address a few issues. The first issue is uh, one lady asked me, how does zero waste relate to organization? And that's a really, really great question. The thing is, is we might have jumped the gun a little bit by talking about it. Um, it came up, so I'm glad that I spoke about it, but I, I want to just back up a little bit. The way that you maintain organization is by looking at what you are constantly in need of organizing. So, for example, I, I notice in a lot of houses when I go to people's houses, there's so much trash all over their house, on their floors, uh, like everywhere. And the thing is, is what the point of why I believe that zero waste is integrated with uh, organization is because we need to be conscious about what we bring into our homes in order to maintain the system of organization that we have. So if we're not careful about the trash, like true trash that comes into our house, uh, junky plastic toys or, uh, you know, uh, papers from mail or, or newspapers or uh, papers from school or art projects or any, anything. It could be anything. It could be grocery bags. It could be anything. Um, that's how we, A, create more trash that we have to clean up, and B, that's how we can quickly, quickly spiral into disorganization because we're worried about cleaning up the incoming stuff. If we're a little bit more vigilant about what comes into our house, there is less to organize later. I, I, I you know, I, I hate to promise, but I promise. If you're more careful about the trash coming into your house, you'll have... Uh, less to organize. So, so great question that I got was, well, well, what do you do with mail? Mail comes into the house all the time. It's true. Mail does come into the house all the time. And it's a problem. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about that for a minute. Um, but I want to tell you that on my website, www.balaganbegone.com, B-A-L-A-G-A-N, B-E-G-O-N-E, balagonbegone.com. I made a special site for Akaris Abayas listeners. So if you go to balagonbegone.com forward slash AK, there's a special uh, few page, uh, one page for you there, where I listed all the products that I spoke to you about already. Uh, the water bottles, the staple-free staple, staple -free stapler, um, the shopping bags that I like, the books that I like to read. And um, what I'm going to do there after today's episode is I'm going to put in um, a link to a website um, called Catalog Choice that will help you reduce your mail. So you go onto this website. There's a few websites actually you could do. You could register for all of them. It takes a few minutes, um, but in order to help reduce your, the trash coming into your home, and mail is, is a big problem, um, go to this website and it will help you reduce the amount of like 
catalogs that you haven't requested to come to your home that are coming in and being printed. Now, what's the big deal? How is it zero waste? How is it organization? Well, the first thing is, is that by reducing um, the amount of mail, the less you have to organize. It also is zero waste because less um, uh, catalogs are being printed if if we're refusing them straight out. So, so producers of these catalogs will print less if they know less people want it. So, so we're voting by, by declining things. Um, reducing mail is huge. It's not the number one clutterer I see in houses, but it oftentimes it can be, um, especially if there's an issue going on, like maybe you have a tax issue or something like that, and you know, some, you're afraid to open the mail. That that could sometimes be a problem, but um, it is an issue. This is a great, great, great way we could stop it, do something great for the environment, reduce our waste, reduce our clutter, help keep us organized. Um, if mail is coming in that we need, if you can deal with it right away. Great job. I'm so happy that you could deal with it right away. Um, if you can't, if it's something, you know, you need to sit down at the computer and pay a bill or write a check and pay the bill or, or you need to call them about the bill or it's an invitation and you're not sure if you could go, um, mark it on your to-do list, uh, either on your calendar that, oh, I need to respond to this invitation or I need to pay this bill. Um, and then make a place where all of those papers go, a basket, a small box, something pretty you don't mind looking at, something you could close preferably. They make really nice file boxes where you could close and just put it in and sort of sometime during the week set a time when you can schedule to sit down for an hour when you have a free hour to sit down, sort through the box for the week and manage everything in the box. Um, so I hope that answers your question about the mail. Um, I want to also address a question that I got about, um, well, I got a few calls about about uh, about using single-use items, about maybe I don't understand exactly what the kitchens look like in, in wherever you all are, because you're all in different places. I want to be clear with you. It's true, right now I live in Israel, which by the way, if you've been to Israel and people's houses, you'll know that most people do have small kitchens here with not a lot of storage. Um, I lived in New York not so long ago. It's true that I'm from the suburbs, I'm from Silver Spring, Maryland, and I grew up in a big house with a big kitchen. It's true. I lived there till I was 18, and when I was 18, I moved to New York. My first apartment in New York had a, a galley kitchen, it was small, but it was manageable. My second apartment uh, in Tribeca had zero kitchen. I had a stove, I had a fridge, and I had a sink, that was it. We had to get creative, we bought shelves, um, we had a table, <laughs> that was it. Um, and then I moved to the Lower East Side and I got a slightly larger kitchen, uh, but not really much larger. I mean, I actually had uh, some real cabinets, but I, again, got really creative in that kitchen and a friend made me a countertop to attach to a wall because we had a blank space on a wall and we made it work, we made it work. After that, we moved to Riverdale where we got a bigger apartment, but not that much more cabinet space. Um, and the kitchen was bigger, it's true. We had more room to maneuver, but we didn't really actually have that much room. So 
I hear you when you say to me, but my space isn't so big. I know what the homes in New York City look like. I know what they look like in Rockland County. I know what they look like in New Jersey. I know what they look like in Queens. I know what they look like in Brooklyn. The only place I don't have a client is in Staten Island. So if you're listening from Staten Island, I can't say that I know exactly what your home looks like, but I have a great idea of what your homes look like. I understand. Now I can't speak to all of you and all of your homes. Uh, you know, each one of you has your own situations and your own issues with your home, and I get that. And I'm happy to talk to, to you guys about it. Somebody sent me a picture with her stressed out area, and I was happy to have it. I, I was really glad. Send me pictures. Send it to me on email. Rebecca at balaganbegone.com. R-E-B-E-K-A-H. Send me an email. I will send you an answer. I'm happy to do it. I want you ladies to be organized. But please do not for a minute think that I don't understand what living with a small kitchen is like. Baruch Hashem, I am blessed in Israel. I have a very, very, very big kitchen. I'm so tremendously grateful for it and so appreciative. But I definitely know what it feels like to not have that. And therefore, ask me your questions. Let's look for a solution for you. Now, for the ladies who said to me, you know, zero waste is a tircha. If I have to not use chad pami, I'm not going to spend enough time with my children. If I use chad pami, I have to stand and wash the dishes and I can't stand and wash the dishes. How could you say that, that it's, it's uh, an avera? How, how could you? I got a lot of phone calls like that. And let me assure you, ladies, there is plenty of evidence in the Torah, which I would be happy to go through with you at a later date if anybody is interested. You can also go to Kanfei Nisharim's website and download their ebook, which I've also listed at balagambigan forward slash Akara Sabayas. Oh, I'm sorry, AK forward slash AK. Um, I have listed, and you guys can go to Amazon and download the ebook. It only comes in an ebook. And in, though, in that book, there are plenty of sources for why um, Baltashrit is really an Avera. But what I want to say is this, getting organized and reducing your waste is a journey. I've been doing it for five years now. I'm a little bit ahead, although some of you have called and told me I'm not so much farther ahead than you and that you're already doing a lot of this stuff. But what I want to say to you is this is a, it's a journey and to dismiss the fact that using certain things, for example, Chad Pami is not Baltashrit. I'm sorry, I don't agree with you. And the thing is, is you might not be there yet. That's okay. We're all in a different place on our journey. We can all be constructive and we can all, you know, be where we're at. Start small. Start with a reusable water bottle. Start with a plastic, a reusable shopping bag and, and stop using the shopping bags. Start with a staple-free a staple -free stapler. Whatever you start with, start with something. You don't have to start with Chad Pami. I agree, getting rid of disposables is a really, really hard step. I will tell you, in my life, I use them twice. On Pesach, I use uh, disposable aluminum containers because I simply don't have enough containers. And um, I use them on Sukkot because it's kind of a long walk to our sukkah, and I'm terrified that oh, my plates will break. Uh, so, so I do use Chad Pami, but I have to tell you, I buy the more expensive plastic ones 
and I wash them and reuse them. At first I was embarrassed that I did that, but you want to know something? At the end of, of uh, Sukkot, I, I, I do uh, recycle them, but I've used them all along, and the reason why I don't bring the regular china plates out is because it really is too expensive for me to replace the china plates. So we use these for a week. By the end of the week, they're and you know they're cracked anyways. Um, so so even I use them. I'm not saying don't use them. I'm saying every little step we make in our journey is a step. After 120 years, God is not going to ask me. Why wasn't I the best zero waster ever? Why didn't I live on a homestead in the middle of Montana with nobody around me and live off the land and not produce any waste? Hashem's not going to ask me that. Hashem's going to ask me if I did the best that I could to protect the environment. And I'm not protecting it from me. I'm protecting it for my grandkids. If we look at the story of Noah, it took Noah 120 years to build the Teva. Why did it take him so long to build the teva? It took him so long to build the teva because he first had to plant the trees and wait for them to grow and then cut down the wood. 120 years, that's a long time. That's a really long time. We are not doing these things for ourselves. We are doing these things for our grandkids so they have a beautiful world. Now, I agree, Hashem gives us all the resources that we need, 100%. I don't know if the world's resources will be used up. I don't know. I can't say. But what I can say is that if we don't protect our resources carefully and the gifts that Hashem gives us, that's a problem. We know when Yaakov was facing Esav crossing the river, uh, Esav's coming at um, Nachal uh, Yardin, we know that Esau's coming with 400 men ready to kill Yaakov. He's so angry. And Yaakov runs back and gets three or four little earthenware jugs that are no consequence. They're not fancy. They're nothing. They're valueless, really. But they're not valueless to him. They're important to him because their purpose wasn't finished yet. That shows us that things have value. If we have too many things, that's a problem. It's a problem. We can't keep track of that many things. We, can ha we have more than we're supposed to have. I believe that. I believe it. Uh, Chaya Hinda once said to me, when thing, she told me a story about a man, she, and I went back and checked with her, and she couldn't remember all the details, but um, a man had a nice house, and, and all of a sudden a lot of things started breaking, and he went to his rub and he said, What's going on? And his rub says, you have too many things. That's why your things are breaking. Your cheshbon in shamayim is not e equal. You have too much. Somehow, you got too much. And the thing is, is I think that we can have too much. Sometimes when things aren't going just right, we have too much. Look at what we have pared down. I can't even begin to tell you the amount of calmness I feel when I go through and I declutter my things. Um, just on a side note, I'm actually working on a project right now called 2017 and 2017. I should have done 5777, but that's way too much for me. Uh, so it's a more achievable goal, 2017 items in 2017. Um, 
I'm trying to declutter 2017 items. On my website, I just put on a checklist where you can go and mark each box if you wanna do the challenge with me. Uh, so far, I've only gotten around 400 items. I'm not counting recycling paper or anything that's actual like food consumed garbage. Um, but right, so, so, so to back up, I'm always trying to reduce what I have. It's a constant struggle. I have kids too. I have kids. I know what it's like. New toys are always coming in the house. They saved up 20 shekel here and they bought something at the store on the corner. And it's coming into my house too. The, the, the key is education. When we educate our kids, what happens to the stuff that we buy? It's, it's huge for them. My kids know it. Sometimes they don't care, but they know. They know. Trash doesn't just leave us. <laughs> we throw things away, but where does it go? It doesn't, it's not in our possession anymore, but it goes someplace. It doesn't leave the earth. It doesn't just magically disappear. We don't see it anymore, it's true, but it doesn't just disappear. So the key in my mind to staying organized is reducing what we allow in our home and it's reducing what we what we bring in, what we choose to accept, what we purchase, all of these things are both zero waste and both organization. Some, some ladies, I, I, maybe I'm not explaining it well. I hope that I am this time. I hope that this is more clear to the ladies who have asked me, what do all these things have to do with organization? This isn't what I expected. I am not your typical organizer, ladies. I am different. I believe Hashem gives us everything we need. It's true. I also believe that we can hoard it. I also believe that we can have too much. I also believe if we're not careful about what we purchase and we don't think about our purchases, that we can end up with too much. Maybe we won't run out of resources, but that doesn't mean that we won't have more than what we need. This is a really common problem in our society. I mean, we purchase because we can. Do you know how many times I go to a lady's house and she has clothing in her closet that she hasn't worn ever? It's new with the tags on. And she says to me, I'm not going to wear it. Let's donate it. She spent 50, 100, $150 on that sweater, on that dress. It's a lot of money. Even if we spent $15 on that dress, how could you have better spent $15? You could have better bought something nicer for Shabbos. If you would have saved up all those $15 dresses, 30 or 40 of them, you could have bought yourself, I don't know, a nicer dress, a better quality dress that would last you longer, that would still be in style. The point is, is when we think about our purchases, this helps us declutter in the future. It seems strange. It's going to take time for you to wrap your heads around this. I get it. The connection between wasting less, spending less, bringing less into your home and actually keeping things organized. I don't believe you can organize clutter. It's a losing battle and you won't win. Clutter is just what it is, what it says it is in its name. It's clutter. It's meant to trip you up. Things that you have in your home that you don't need are not going to help you. You may think you will need them, but you won't. Hashem will find a way to get you what you need all the time. So if it's not serving you anymore, you are serving it. And we are not put here to serve things. And that's the truth. <laughs> Sorry if you don't like it and if you don't want to listen anymore, I totally understand. I welcome the chance to have a one-on-one -on -one discussion with any lady who, 
who disagrees with me, keep calling me if you disagree with me. I want to hear when you disagree with me. By all means, disagree with me. Go ahead. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. The ladies who said to me, Chad Pami is not a thing I can do because I spend too much time washing dishes and I'd rather spend my time with my kids. To you, I have two answers, and there was more than one of you, okay? Um, to you, I have two things to say. Why is your time more valuable than, than people down the road, than, than the people down the road who are going to be suffering because we chose to save time now? And also, why can't you make that special time with your kids? So what if you're doing the dishes? I talk to my kids while we're loading the dishwasher. First of all, my kids need to learn responsibility. I'm not their slave. They can help around the house. They can wash the dishes. They're big enough now. If you have kids who are under four, okay, fine. If all your kids are under four, fine. I recognize it's a tircha. But once your kids become five, six, seven, eight, 10, 12, 15 already, they can wash the dishes. You could do it together. Do I want to stand there washing dishes? Not really, it hurts my back. But you want to know something? If it means that I'm washing and my kid is drying and I'm talking to my kid, then yeah, I don't mind so much. I'm glad for the time that they're not watching TV or I'm glad for the time that they're not fooling around. I'm, I'm glad for it. And I think that it's a nice way to spend time with my kids. Everything that I'm doing with my kids doesn't have to be, uh, you know, a laid out, planned out, an organized event. We don't have to always be going, going, rushing all the time. It just, it doesn't have to, to, to be that way. Um, so Tov, I want to switch to a little bit more, more positive. I, I totally don't feel like you guys were hard on me at all, but it, it was a serious, um, issue that I wanted to discuss with you guys and I, and, and I, ladies, I'm sorry, you ladies. And I, I, I really feel like the ladies who left me the upset voice messages didn't understand my perspective. So I hope that this really gives you like a little, um, a little more perspective. Um, somebody called me and asked me, how do I only produce two bags of garbage a week? I will tell you my secret. When we lived in New York, uh, we were producing about 10, 10 garbage bags a week, at least. Uh, Air Shabbos, like two. Now, we usually take out the trash uh, probably before Shabbos and after Shabbos. Um, those are definitely our most trash-related days. Um, how do we do it? Well, I'll tell you that being careful about what we bring into the house has helped. Um, increased recycling has helped. Some other time, remind me, and I'll tell you why I don't think recycling is a perfect solution. But um, increased in recycling, but our main um, our main waste saver has been composting. Actually, um, I bought a small composter, which I will post on the website balagambigan forward slash ak. Sorry, I keep saying that forward slash ak. Um, so that you guys can see what it looks like. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I actually have two. 
Um, the first one I bought uh, got kind of full fast. I bought a second smaller one and I rotate in between them so that I can turn them, let them hang out and do their thing in between. Um, if composting is a new idea for you guys, basically what it is is you throw all of your organic matter, fruits, vegetables, eggshells, that kind of stuff, but no, any, no meat, no chicken bones, no oil because that attracts animals, no fish, um, no cooked foods, I guess, really. And um, you put it into a bin outside, you mix it with also paper so that it has a good um, oxygen supply and it has something to decompose on. You make sure that it stays wet enough also um, and you turn it every few weeks and the food will decompose and I have to tell you it's great for the environment if you have a garden it's really great for your garden it will be good mulch for your trees. It has reduced our trash significantly um, and that is why my trash doesn't smell because I don't really have food waste in it. So we don't eat a lot of meat during the week uh, another lady called me and said to me, I don't believe in not eating meat. I never said, don't eat meat. I, I eat meat. <laughs> we eat meat. I said, be responsible about eating meat. Um, that being said, we don't eat that much meat during the week. And so during the week, we don't have like leftover chicken bone and smell kind of stuff. So, but on Shabbos, we do. And that's why I usually need to take the trash out before Shabbos because it's full from the whole week. And then after Shabbos, it's usually not a full bag that we take out, but it does smell. Um, so, uh, what I, there, I have a lot more questions here, a lot more things that people, um, called me about, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to what do we do about papers and tax returns and, and all these things, I, I'm gonna get to them. I'm gonna try to do an extra, an extra lesson this week so that, um, I can catch up a little bit because there were a lot, a lot of questions. Um, but I love the questions. Please, please keep them coming. Uh, if you have something not nice to say to me, say it to me. I'm here. I can take it. I want to hear it because the more ammunition you give me, the more you don't like what I say, the more I want to find a solution for what you say to me. And um, what I do want to say is that, um, for the ladies who have been positive and who've left me really lovely, um, voice messages, um, keep going. I mean, I want all of you to do this. Keep going on your organizational journey, but please, I also love the positive feedback. So I, I want to hear it. If you have something that's not positive, bring it on. If you have something that's positive, also bring it on. I'm an equal opportunity listener, okay? Um, this is a journey to organization. My view is not the same as everybody else's. I, I just want to repeat that. I, everybody else does not believe what I believe. That's why, that's why I'm special. That's why Hashem knows that I have this uh, tough kid. This is my tough kid and I'm working as best as I can to fulfill my tough kid. I believe in a certain way of life. If you don't agree with it, okay, that's okay. I hope you see why it's important, even if you don't agree, or even if you think it's not sustainable, or even if you think I'm a crazy nutcase. Um, Tove, when I first read about this, I thought this, the lady who did it, Bea Johnson in Zero Waste Home, I thought she was a crazy nutcase too. But I've really looked back at what I have done over the last five years, and I really, I really do save. I really do make my life easier by not using garbage bags, by not, I mean, um, 
shopping bags, by not using khad pami, by not uh, using uh, reusable menstrual products, by not using uh, plastic water bottles. My life is better. I have less waste. I want you, over the course of this week, to track your time. See how much time you spend cleaning up the garbage in your house. Whether it's recycling or whether it's actual trash, whatever it is, track it. See if it's 10 minutes, see if it's 30 minutes, see if it's an hour. How much time do you spend in your kid's room throwing out garbage? How much time do you spend in the kitchen throwing out garbage? We will counter back to that and I want to hear your answers, but this leads back to a time management issue. And another group I manage, the ladies are always saying to me, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time. Can you wave your magic wand and make more time? I can't make more time. No, there's 24 hours in a day. That's it, that's all the time we got. But what I can do is help you maximize your time. Let's look at our trash. Let's see what we're throwing out. Let's see where we can save time from that. Let's work backwards. Because ultimately, I can tell you, yes, put your papers this way and store your toys that way. And, you know, I, I don't know, get rid of all these clothes or store kids' clothes from kid to kid that way. Sure, I can tell you those things, and I will tell you those things, and we will talk about those things because I think they're important. But like I said, this is a journey. And in order for, us, for it to be sustainable at the end of the road, you need to learn how to maintain it. And so in order to maintain it, we have to figure out what the cause of the organization is and the cause or the disorganization. And the cause of the disorganization is because we keep consuming more and more and more. More food, more, more toys, more clothing, more whatever it is, we keep getting more. We need to figure out how to dial it back so we're not always getting more. Once we get less, we can better cope with what we have and really make decisions that are better because we know if we need more, we can get more. If we need a new Sidor, we can buy a new Sidor. If we need a new towel, we can buy a new towel. It's okay if one is ripped and you put it in Geniza. It's okay if one is ripped and you put it in recycling. One quick thing. Um, someone called me, a lady called me and asked me about what to do with pants that are no longer usable anymore, boys' pants or any pants or any clothing that is no longer usable. Throughout most of New York State and most of New Jersey, there are drop boxes with, uh, for clothing bins. They say recycle. They, they are all over Rockland County, all over New York City and Westchester. They are all over. Wherever you are, I promise you there is one. Um, there's probably one at a gas station you haven't seen. You can take it to a Goodwill. Now, I know some people have objections to Goodwill, but I'll tell you why to take it there. You put all of the things that are ripped or not suitable to be passed on to another child or another person, and you put them in a trash bag marked rags, and you drop them off either in these drop boxes or at Goodwill, and they will recycle the fabrics for you. They will, um, they like rip it down and reuse the threads and make rags from it. So don't throw old unusable clothing in the trash anymore. Please, 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 please recycle it that way. Um, the same thing, many times you can put shoes in those bins also. Um, so you could check. There's also a really great organization called Souls for Souls. Um, and S-O-U-L-S, uh, number two, S-O-U-L-S, um, S-O-L-E-S, 
sorry, like souls, like soul of your shoe, like neshama, soul. Um, I can't remember which soul comes first. So I'll look it up and I'll add that to Balagam be gone forward slash AK also, so you can see it. Um, but you can send them used shoes also. Don't don't throw them away. They 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 will get recycled, and that is best for the earth and it's best for us and um, that's what you can do with them. So ladies, have a wonderful, wonderful week till the next time. I hope we meet again soon. Bezrat Hashem. Please remember on your journey to zero waste, on your journey to organization, Hashem keeps you organized. Don't forget to call in with uh, questions and please Send me an email if you want to send me a picture about something specific. Rebecca, R-E-B-E-K-A-H, at balagambegone.com. You can download the 2017 and 2017 checklist if you complete it. Bravo. Um, I want to know about that, too. Um, and check out balagambegone forward slash AK to see what we talked about today um, and uh, some resources that I'm posting for you. Um, ladies, I want you to know that I will be in America, Bezrat Hashem, this summer. So if you want to book time with me, you can. Um, private time. And if you want to book private time with me, just in general, please let me know. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing from you this week, and I'm looking forward to speaking to you all again soon. Um, have a great week, and remember, Hashem keeps me organized.